0: squeamish squeamish oh absolutely terrible hate the sight of blood or I was watching television a bit of telly last night and that came on for a programme that was coming up and it was sort of blemishes or something and I I just can't watch it can't watch Casualty or anything like that I'm just horrible
1: Nice. right hello 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 and welcome back to another episode of the podcast chat and we've got a very very special guest today millie welcome to the podcast hello. good afternoon yeah good afternoon hello. thank you for inviting me into your home and organizing the podcast i appreciate it i think stephen jobson didn't mm. he recommended you a couple of times to be fair <laughs> yeah. and then i messaged you last week and then here we are here we go yeah uh, that's Stephen as well, isn't he? Oh, don't pick him up too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's all he's sometimes, sometimes, yeah. He looks <laughs> uh, all of his social media stuff, doesn't he? That social media he's got on his work pages is amazing, <laughs> though. I tell you. Whoever does that is great. So what I want to do is get you to introduce yourself to okay. the viewers and the listeners. If you're meeting someone for the first yes. time, if you're in a taxi, what would you say? Give yourself an job, give an and... me the <laughs> absolutely... in Melbourne,
0: owner of I Am Events. I am running Events Limited and MD of Cumbrian Renewables Limited. Mm. And Sweet. the UK's number one entertainer from his own kitchen, but we'll go into that <laughs> later on.
1: <laughs> so you must sound like sound like a busy man, to be fair. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I've got that way. Wear, wear different kind of hats, mm. Mm. and hopefully manage all of them. Of course, okay. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. So let's go into the three facts then, to start. Yes. Off with. How did you find picking them? Difficult because yeah. you, you know, it's, it's
0: you telling people about it. so Absolutely. This is what I'll probably find difficult about the podcast. Is you know, we talked about that. I've never done anything like this before, yeah, horses and done things, but yeah, all new. So, sure. I, who wants to know about me? It's just like isn't it? So, I do <laughs> I It'll take five minutes. There you go. You can
1: get away. So, the first, first fact, what's the
0: first fact? First fact, what was is apprentice was Carla United mm. first day back into training when I was. I've been 15, maybe coming up 16. I was introduced to the 1987 Carlisle United squad as a future England captain. Really? Yes. That's but I didn't realise it was going to be a pain. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fact number one. Yeah. So so let's, let's talk
1: about that for a second. Yeah. So Harry so, Drake
0: was manager. And Harry, I probably met maybe six months before. So oh. we were talking about it quickly before. He didn't have kids football. He didn't have academies or anything that day. And literally... sorry back in the day then you would come through school through school's football there'd be the odd teams that you'll play for on a Saturday and then you'll get signed on schoolboy forms to then start on a YTS Yeah, yeah. I think it was in the May that we, that we started once we finished school and everything straight into there so the first part of pre- pre-season training in May was you know in the paddock now you've got the big barriers and everything up so they're all metal barriers where it didn't used to be like that it used to be yellow and blue we to paint all of those <laughs> <I don't know, laughs> first job <laughs> 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 So Harry, he, we'll probably talk about it later on, is people have different opinions of, his, of you. And he absolutely loved me as a player. I never professed to be the, the greatest, but he seen, he seen something in me. And he basically said, we we're going to introduce. So he introduced, there was me, Jess Priestley, who went into playing pro for Carlisle, and Steve Harkness, who went to Liverpool. Yeah, but he introduced me. He says I was centre half at the time. He says he's got potential to be a future England captain. Yeah, no. I don't even think Harry was drunk that morning. He, he was, <laughs> he was fine. He just yeah, funny that people have an a, opinion of you. Yeah, he was he was great. He was so passionate. He, I think he took too much on himself, but he's just an amazing man. Had such an influence on me. But he he took I think he took too much on at the club and and left in the November. So that was a May, yeah. And then the new manager came in, Clive Middlemass, and he didn't make me from minute one. I mean, my, my attitude and everything there, those days was terrible. <laughs> Hated referees. Discipline was awful. That's why I didn't make it. You know, I probably did have enough talent. Didn't realise it at the time, but just wasn't disciplined enough. Discipline on the pitch, discipline to do all the training and everything you needed to, but...
1: Yeah. Hard work beats talent, is not it? Yeah, it not absolutely.
0: Good. Yeah. So, but I didn't
1: realise that until two until years yeah. It's hard, isn't it, when you're like 16, isn't it? Because yeah. You think you know
0: everything, you got the whole world figured out, but you don't have a clue. Do you? No, <laughs> no, but yeah, was, I was just, just, it was so good to have him in my life to such that period of time. You know, I'm friends with Johnny's son, still on, on, on Facebook. And when Harry passed away, you know, I just messaged him to say he didn't realise how much in that short period of time that I didn't realise how much of an influence he'd had on us then. So, <laughs> yeah, it's good, man. That's
1: cool. And the second one. Well,
0: going on about me being terrible with discipline and everything and <laughs> hating referees, yeah, I'm now a level six referee of football. Oh, really? Yeah. So I started that, but I did it about 12 years ago, and just did it for, for a little bit. I think I'd had, had enough of playing or whatever. Thought I'll give it a little bit of a go. I never really pushed it, and then really got got back into it two years ago. Mm. Played about a little bit, done a few Sunday league games around here, and they've got promoted from level seven to level six. And I think now we're going to try this season to go from level six to level four. Okay. That's which awesome. means I've got Northern League. Ah, right. so, That's a big jump then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I've got County League this Saturday, which is the first Saturday when I the referee, didn't really as I could. So we're going to have a little go at that. And then the thing is with level, with level four, if four, get to level four, it's a level before you have to do a fitness test. Oh,
1: really?
0: <laughs> yeah. And again, I think, I think with my age and everything, I couldn't go much further anyway, but I played, played Northern League for quite a while, mm-hmm. so oh, that's, that's something couple. I think I can get to. Yeah. We'll just wait and see again mm-hmm. with everything else that we've got. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, with everything else that I've got, it's whether yeah. I get the time or anything to yeah. do it. So. What do you enjoy
1: about refereeing then?
0: I think it's, you know, it really worked out. Uh, when I was a part, I just want to be a referee I'll have wanted when I played. If you know what I mean, so understand never ever going to get anything right, but I explain if I get something wrong, you know, or if I make a decision that somebody doesn't agree with, I'll explain it Mm. and tell it to them, you know, this is the way that I've seen it. And you probably get a little bit of respect because of that. And yeah, Yeah. I think referees now have such a tough time being under the spotlight, but to me, if you deal with it right, and you know, I hate the way that the, the professional game is, the Premier League game is because they put so much pressure and everything on referees. Yeah, where well, they'll find it difficult themselves to referee these. I want to run the line. I have to do so many to get promoted. I have to do so many, so many games on the line. Mm. I did that the other Saturday? It's a hundred times worse than refereeing. I can imagine. Because like, at least with the, with, when you're refereeing, you can just watch what's going on. You now, yeah, what you're trying to watch about four or five different things when you're on the line
1: is. You know? Twenty-two. <laughs> well, so yeah, the plan is hopefully to go and,
0: and and do a little bit more and see where we can go.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I hated referees and that's growing up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I always wanted to shout abuse at them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But- I it was my, my my discipline was
0: was, was terrible. Was mm-hmm. awful. I, when I left Carlisle after the two years, I went to Penrith, and I think it's when you never got yellow cards. Yeah. I had twenty-three and two seasons
1: after Carlisle. Apart really? Carl, like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> from black card was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So, i never had that many. <laughs> That's impressive. No, All yeah. right, the third one. Squeamish. Squeamish?
0: Oh, absolutely terrible. Hate yeah, the but... sight of blood. Oh, I was watching television, tele, a bit of telly last night and I came on for a programme that was coming up, and it was sort of blemishes or something like And I, I just can't watch it. Can't really? watch Casualty or anything like that. I'm just... Horrible. Why do you think that is then? No idea. Really? I just not just, like a yeah. bad experience or anything. No. Don't think so. I'm a bit by a dog when I was a kid, but that didn't make <laughs> me. And I'm not scared of them, so I don't know. I've just never been able to. Just yeah. can't. Yeah, so I can't watch any programs with it on. you get a lot of rubbish. Tell you now as well. You know, I'm balancing bodies and everything. I'll never watch the second of it all. I just. One's <laughs> well, not the
1: best either, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, just really, just really, really. That's right. interesting. Yeah, that's cool. So, so, what were you like growing up then, a little Millie? You remember, like the first first So, what would your parents say about you? Yes, uh, my mum said,
0: uh, she does. She uh, she was so so shy, really really shy. But she they used to call me higher because mm. she pushes pushes us in the pram. And all you could hear is, hiya, hiya. <laughs> just anybody that was going by, and I thought I was quite quiet when I went to the football club. And like then those days, you if you if you didn't get in with the crack as it was Johnny Halpin, who's still there now, had, yeah. had such a massive effect on me when I first went there because he's so, honestly he's so funny, yeah. Just and like it was back in back in the late eighties, just I felt he brought us up, Michelle, Michelle, you know to. To get to where I've been, but I think, yeah, maybe it was in there as I was a kid because I just wanted to speak to everybody and mm. and shout and that's what the mum should like to start to speak to for because, so yeah, just in the early day, I massively into my sport Yeah, when I was, when I was younger. So obviously I had the football, I played a lot,
1: played golf from when I was 10 year old. So <laughs> I'm trying to play, I've been terrible the last few years. Was that because you wanted, you thought you are going to be a footballer to learn golf?
0: No, my dad, my dad, okay. my dad, My dad. there's a lot of them joined Joined at Brampton. So my dad got into it when he was like nearly 30 in the old day. When it's obviously quite old, but they, they thought it was, but they put their own society there. So that was, so my dad worked really hard. We never got to see a lot of dad. He was doing a panel, he was a panel beater. Mm. So they had their own panel beating business and he was out a lot of the time. Mum didn't work until later when we started growing up. So, I think that's what the time he could get to spend with us was taking us out to the golf club well, and everything. And uh, golf's
1: becoming more popular these days, though, isn't it? It I does, yeah. A, a lot of my friends are into like I was saying before. A lot of my friends are into it. They've joined like Carlisle and the Carlisle Academy where they get yeah, lessons yeah, yeah. and stuff and and that. But yeah, it just, just seems to be more like a trend in sport at the moment. I a think a lot of it might have had to do with, with lockdown as well because mm-hmm.
0: it was one of the. Few things you could actually go out and do. Yeah, that's but, true. You know, when they loosened it off a little bit, so yeah, you can see how popular it's gone. So mm-hmm. had the golf. to one of my other. F- I was really. I was a high jumper. Really? Yeah. So yeah. You know, I, I was like that. As yeah. I, uh, anybody that knows that far back when I started at Carly United? I was ten stone, same height. I oh, must a stick bin then. Yeah, yeah, stick thing. So, but I did this up until and, and jumped in the Scottish Championships under sixteen when I was fourteen. I nearly broke the under sixteen record at Grange when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. A flopper Rami, the golf crook, still calls it because <laughs> he can remember us being out and but So I was into the high jump, but then the football took over. I played a bit of cricket as well. So yeah. oh, I like cricket. Back yeah, too, bit, yeah, Paul Nixon, who was at Leicester, Yeah, yeah Leicestershire. Yeah. So Nixon was the same it. age as me. So we played county footballs together, mm-hmm. and then he was gosh, such a good footballer as well. He could have, he could have been Ooh. a pro footballer, but he mm-hmm. got into the. The cricket was really, really good. He was a wicket keeper,
1: wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it was when I was younger, I was a wicket keeper and I went to one of his camps. Like yeah. It, and he could, yeah. I think he'd have retired by then and stuff. Yeah. but Yeah. he's good. He was sound. Okay. Yeah. He was really cool. So, his sport was a big part. Massive, uh, massive part of it
0: all. And that was it. I, t- oh. I can remember where we lived in, in Harrowby, would be, I oh, would have to shout us in on a night. I'd just be doing kickups. And there's, there's a little on-post outside. Mm-hmm. We bring back loads of memories. So you do well like <laughs> I'd just be there, just doing kick-ups sort a of little cul-de-sac up from where we lived, where uh, when it was still like, you know, like my best man, but my best man, he lived in the top corner of the cul-de-sac. We'd just go on the on the middle of the cul-de-sac and just play. Just play football. I wasn't into girls. I wasn't into drinking. I Teleporting I wasn't into girls. George i wasn't it anyway, choice, yeah.
1: should. not yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, say that. When we played, kiss could a tortured. I always got. I got I always got tortured. I maybe should have realised that <laughs> <laughs> one. No. Um, but yeah, it was it was just all around that one, you know. But you could do that as kids. You know, you could get out of the school field behind us at Harrowby. There's now a car park and used to be on there all the time if I we weren't playing football I'd be hitting a golf club smashing a couple of windows in the field. <laughs> I don't tell anybody um, <laughs> yeah and that was all it was all like mm. Steph's oh, gone we'll talking about Steph right? but our two boys that's all they, they're in, apart from going to the gym they're in the rooms all the time yeah. you know they're just headphones on speaking to the pals oh. where we, could, we couldn't do that no mobile phones no, no. anything
1: yeah because even like when I was like growing up it was kind of Phones were about, but they weren't really as yeah, big as they were. So, like, we'd still go out and like, play football every weekend and stuff in the garden and and all that kind of thing, which is nice, isn't it? Because you enjoy yeah. the outdoors. And when you I was little, you'd go and make like dens in the Absolutely, up- <laughs> and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But now, yeah, everyone's just like iPod out there. You, see it it. Now. you just cool. see them on, like, if you're sitting, she's on a couple of train
0: journeys this weekend. Just everybody's like, they're like, mm-hmm. uh, like, locked on, put a phone up and, okay. yeah. I suppose it does make the journey a little bit better, but you just did not realise much oh, you're taken over. Right. Oh,
1: yeah, it's like you take your phone everywhere, don't you? And if you don't, you're like, oh my God, no. <laughs> like so, so, so what did you want to be what did you want to do when you were like oh, growing a up? Oh, to- question. Yeah. <laughs> Footballer or? No, no, no not a
0: no. jockey. Jockey? Believe okay. this or not, a jockey or a postman. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't
1: know why postman, but my jockey. My dad wanted to be a postman, you know. He yeah. said he wanted to be a postman because... You start early and you finish early, and then you got the rest of the day.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you I, mean, just, I don't walk? know. I have no idea. <laughs> I Maybe mean, just seen them <laughs> walking about, you know. Just, <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> big so many people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But talking me my dad, my dad used to have a little bet on a weekend, so, you know, world of sports, so back mm. in the mid-70s to early 80s, so world of sport and grandstand used to be on on a Saturday afternoon, and he used to put a bet on. So he'd put he'd put a pet on a little round robin, and me and my brother would sit on the arms of the chair in the living room, watching the horse racing with him, watching the horses and pretending to be jockeys on the <laughs> side, on the side of the sofa. So that was, I think, that's why I wanted to be a jockey. You know, skinny as a lap, then. But mm. I never, I never got on a horse until I had a been I might have been mid thirties. Really? So uh, Coco, one of my pals, his mum and dad have got Bailey Mill Stables out of Newcastle and where, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we got drunk one Christmas, Christmas Eve when he took us up there on Boxing Days, and they got this biggest Clydesdale horse you've ever seen. <laughs> they've got a number of there, you know, you have to go on the big one and got us on it and tried to. Only like 30-odd? Uh, yeah. My yeah. nice brother had lessons at school, Here. so Dave not want to teach, had some stables. He went out, but he, and he was quite enjoying it, but he got thrown off one of the horses and got his court, foot caught in... They stood up, drummed him round, and went oh. walk again. And then now I've got on this big Clydesdale. I couldn't get it going. I was, like, I was like a dyslexic
1: octopus trying to
0: get it going. <laughs> dyslexic yeah. octopus. So, yeah, and a jockey on postman.
1: Well, that's interesting, yeah. So then, obviously, you got to like 15, 16, you joined Carl, didn't you, on the yeah. YTS then? Yeah. So, like, how did that like, kind of come about then? That would have just been
0: through, through the school's football. But until then, I was quite academic. Okay. You know, I was quite I was quite good at school. I was always, you know, up there when it came to te- came to tests and everything. But mm-hmm. we played i talked about Halpey before, we I got a phone call. They were playing Manchester United midweek mm-hmm. for the reserves and again I'd only been fifteen. And I got a phone call, you know, would you like to be on the bench? Halpy was coming back from he broke his leg two or three times. It was one of the times he was coming back. Man United had a few, I think, of their, of their first team in and mm-hmm. It was uh, Peter Peter Harback of Peter who got really friendly with him. it was his dad. I'm so friendly with uh yeah. his dad was taking the team, he rang us, he says, Like would you like to go on the bench? You sure he, he, he shot, he shot the players in me fifteen? No, just the club like you to come down and, and sit on the bench and I remember I signed up at centre half. Yeah. But I came on a substitute, left midfield. Really? Yeah. So uh, I hope he'd gone up front. Jeff Lomax was behind us and like I was just you know this first time I ever played under floodlights or anything. Here. There's five hundred people in there. I'm I'm coming up from Keenan Park where well, there's three people watching. Just thought like I'm, I'm two things I think remember happening. Ball got played into us. Went to stop it and trap it. I oh, uh, here we go. And then I got I got hit. Got into the right to the right the Warwick Road end. Here. Um, to whip one back in. I was just about to whip it back in, and I must have hit the ground that far getting the ball. And it went about five yards and the defender just knocked it away. I thought, oh. I have a lot to do. Yeah, so. <laughs> Were you left yeah. it then? Yeah, big left, uh, big left peg. Yeah, right foot was just for, for standing on. But, uh, no, and, and, and when I, when I got the white, when I got the white, when I knew I got signed on schoolboy boyfriends, I was going to do the white Yes, that is probably one of my biggest regrets is I, I, I barely studied for any, so. So last year to do all levels. Do you know about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, so a third of the, all levels, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was the year before GCSEs came back in. And I, yeah, I just, I, I literally, did, I think I did two hours for one of my maths exams and did nothing for anything else. Mm. That is my biggest regret is that I didn't do that. I just sucked it off and passed my maths. failed yeah. everything else. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, 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 I reset the English, got the English. But then CSEs, I did CSEs, they were all right, but yeah, yeah. that was...
1: Why did you regret that then? Just
0: for future, for doing stuff, which we probably what we'll go into, because I probably should have gone and done a lot more than I did in the early days. So I think just having those qualifications and everything behind you, yeah, might have just made think it, it was different then to think what it is now, just mm-hmm. makes things easier for us. But
1: yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Cool. So then what, what was after the football then?
0: Uh, so finished as a YTS so that'll be 1989 so I was telling you about Steve Harkness I think that's a little bit of luck that you get as well with with football is we were playing Liverpool in the Youth Cup on Anfield Mm -hmm. got drawn to play them there and that was when he got a rig for the really dagli, so I'm a big Liverpool fan.
1: I'm an Everton fan, you We can't be friends now. Let's end the podcast that, now. It? It? <laughs> podcast uh, over. I should vet I should, I should you before. I should vet uh, these No, well, it
0: came from my dad. My dad went to the cup final in 71, which was the year I was born. Mm-hmm. He came back with all the Liverpool players' autographs. All mm-hmm. big Carlisle fans, but he, mm-hmm. they hated Arsenal. Oh, okay. And came back with all Liverpool players' autographs. That's why I said Liverpool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I came out of there... Came out of Carlisle United, half, sorry, the Liverpool, go back to the Liverpool FA Youth Cup tie. That was when he got spotted. Actually, I was reading Doug She's book. And the week before, I had a little bit of trouble with my, with my knee. I was lucky over the years I played because I was too slow. I never really got injured, but I had a little trouble with my knee. And we had Chester the midweek before. And I thought, if I don't play in this game, then I'm not going to get picked for the youth team game the week after. So I'll get by with this. It's my right peg. I don't do any. Tackling, I don't <laughs> kick anything. I can't run anywhere. So it's not going to slow us down. And first 10 minutes, ball on my right. And I would never, like, I'm timid as anything, you know. I couldn't fight my way out of a paper bag, but get us on a football pitch and come and smash me, and I'll smash you back. And it was this 50 50. And it was on my right peg, went in. And I ended up at the youth. I was on crutches. I had done, done, done my knee ligaments. No, I yeah, I'm sorry, I missed the game on Anfield. Yeah, oh, we got it's beat. beat uh, oh no, it's huge! But I got in, got in the changing room. So I'm on the pitch, and everything's pictured of us there on my crutches and everything. And Steve McManaman scored twice. We got beat three 0 mm. And yeah, so that was yeah, that was memories that we would had. So Steve got got spotted in that game by Kenny Dalgleish and that was when they assigned him so he went to Liverpool it's one of the things he went to Liverpool mm-hmm. I went to McFitties Crank a Um and the, just, he was always in the trials of Watford and everything when he was younger and always, a little bit more but there wasn't I don't think there was a massive amount of people that maybe seen I don't think there was a huge amount of difference mm. between us ability wise at the end of it but yeah, just attitude wise, he was a different, different yeah. level, you know. And luckily enough, he came up uh, a few years ago when we had a, a game for Tony Hopper, and we called him Mesh, we called him Harky Mesh because mm. he just had this wiry hair. <laughs> so he was always, he was always meshed. So yeah, yeah, and I think that's it. It was just that. And again, that should have. Wrong home at the time is the fact that he's, he was just in a different thing to mine. mind. Yeah. So that's just he, more committed to everything, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and just do the right things as well, you know, but, but yeah, a lot of memories. Mm. So then what, what was it like then getting a, a proper job then from the footy? Did you was think you were going like, to be a footballer so, and was it a bit of a reality check? Or? A bit of a shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I yeah, quite quickly I love speaking to people wherever,
0: wherever, find out people's, you know, stories and lives mm-hmm. and where they what came from. Tick and
1: kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah,
0: just how they are. Yeah. And, but obviously I just got to be able to speak to people really quickly. So I landed quite quickly, Joe on the Barras in McFish. It's where you would, it was, i said the Victoria biscuits, so you get the tins of biscuits. And you go along the line and the, 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 the made, it was mainly women, that did it, they'd put the biscuits, different biscuits into the thing and then they put them in tins at the end of the line. I'd stick them on, I'd the wrap them up and then go and take them and put them ready to wear. So I got on there, but then I was about three months in, and I got a phone call to go to, on trial to York City. So York City really? would leave them at the time, after some time off, and they wouldn't give it. It's got packed in. Well really? It took me three weeks. Yeah, uh, three mm-hmm. months I did it at uh, Cabbies, Went to York, did three weeks there. Probably a little breakdown in communication, I think, where I thought they didn't want anything to do with us. And they actually just wanted us to come back, and get a little bit fitter and have a look again. But... Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, so
0: the story back there.
1: So. That would have been interesting. How old were you then? 18, 18 years. Yeah, 18 years old. Yeah, just uh, 89. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So then obviously you didn't get into York then. What did you decide to go and do after that? Wrote it down. Um, I <laughs> yeah. I to remember all the jobs. <laughs> it's all
0: on one sheet of paper. There's that <laughs> many. I went up at Lloyd's Tractors. I remember being there. Again, it gets a little bit hazy after that, because that's when I started to get into the drip and started en- enjoying myself. Did a little bit of Lloyd's Tractors There's a company called Fine Papers, which isn't far from wasn't far from where I live now. It's just over there in Denton Home. For them for a bit. Kangles. I ended up patch of Kangles, which is just over the far side. Yeah. That was probably when I was in my 20s, the early yeah, 20s. A few, a
1: few there, early 20s. <laughs> yeah, few <laughs>
0: yeah. And anybody that knows us has known us from that long back, they'll go, yeah, <laughs> we could remember what it was like. But that's all, that was all I basically wanted to do. You know, I, I look at a few of your podcasts and some really, really successful people on there mm-hmm. where literally until 10 years ago, I just wanted to get enough money to get out and get drunk on a Saturday night. Yeah. And that was it. You know, as long as I could pay my rent. Or, I never, never bought anywhere and... Lodged with so many people and just dotted about from here and there and yeah, that was that's know, what I was basically wanted to do. It was
1: like the thing is you can be happy, different, mm. right, you know what I mean? it doesn't really make a difference. But nah. so so you've got like Ricky Hatton, Paul Gascoigne Oh, so these are with the event stuff, so that's Oh so that's after uh, sorry, on. yeah, yeah, sorry. So so let's 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 talk about then jobs yeah jobs so what was you, Riverside recruitment you yeah like Nick Stops and stuff yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, my, yeah he was my football coach yeah okay when I was at Warwick is you no literally since it's all Nick sports, <laughs> <to> sports <laughs> Newcastle <laughs>
0: he doesn't know anything yeah, about football Nick and, Nick and Richard, uh, when Richard when I Dixon, first yeah. went yeah, yeah yeah I know this changed a little bit now but yeah so both, I,
1: both, I, the, both of their daughters were in my year at school yeah all oh, right right okay mm-hmm. so
0: I did a couple of years a couple of years at Riverside recruitment got an offer to go somewhere else it's probably wasn't the best decision they ever made because about six months later, I ended up on the dole. Really? So this will be 20, 20, 2012 or
1: 2013.
0: Yeah. I'd had, a, yeah, so the, the company was changing that I was working for. One guy was taking it over and said, look, it's going to take eight weeks. He says, so I said, well, what do I do in the meantime? I couldn't go model or not anything, could I? Why not? So, all Uh um Do you want to? It's going to take eight weeks, but I want you back in eight weeks. I can't wait. That long. But literally, I went into the uh, job centre to to sign on as you did. Is, I don't know whether you still do or whatever you do now. And Kate walked out of the job centre and, and my phone went. So James Guy had known for a few years before that had rang us and said, I heard you're out of work. It's <laughs> a good news travels fast, doesn't it? Mm. So I did set up on the solar side. He says, you want to come up and have a chat? We're looking for a couple of salespeople. And I think I went up the like with the Monday after, met Lee, who was partners with at the time, and uh, that was it. it started on so I knew absolutely so. And a lot of people will tell you, I still know nothing <laughs> about it. But that was that was 10 years ago. First company went, went pop, hmm. unfortunately, the defeating tariff went where back in God, God, like the old days, but the government used to pay you if you put solar on. Yeah, I've seen something, they, they the they'd pay, yeah. They'd, yeah. Well, they'd pay you money, they'd pay you money for actually putting them on for what they generated. Then that stopped, and that pretty much devastated the industry. So first company went into administration. Jim set up again on his own. They were doing some warranty stuff, which I helped him to start off with, and then mm-hmm. developed into a little bit of sales stuff. Well we've done sales, you can see from that. I lived in I lived in Preston for best part of four years, yeah. uh, and got into sales down there. I probably what well, I should have done I was a lot younger, but again,
1: how did you find sales? And that's one thing I kind of like wish I'd learned when I was younger. Yeah. I suppose because I used to run night like, club events. Okay. From like uni. Yeah. Until before COVID. Yeah. And I think that was my sales training. Yeah. Like, knocking on doors, calls. And yeah. Kind of come like students when kind of come to the events. Yeah. Promoting it online and, and that kind of thing. But that's like self taught, you know. The yeah. I kind of went into quote unquote job. Mm. Kind of maybe trained a little bit, but I suppose every I think every sales. Person should have a different technique, anyway. Yeah, some people are a bit more forward, aren't they? No, yeah, no and, absolutely. Yeah, I think for me, it's just listening to people and asking the right questions. Yeah,
0: um, but, I totally agree with you. And I think I just, even though I was quite outgoing in that at the time, you know, I, I, I think I just expected everybody to buy from me because it's big happy millie, yeah. you know. And and it, I, you know, I learned that it, it does that doesn't happen. You've got to have something behind you, some sustenance and everything behind that, and. To people to to, to buy what, you, what you're what you selling, you know, I've tried I've done so many things I've called in football insurance mm-hmm. accident insurance financial advisors for a little bit mortgage advisor for a wee while and, and, and people do buy off people 100% but there's got to be something to it. Do. they don't buy off you just for the sake of buying off you they've got to have a good product there or at least something that they, they want to do and yeah, I've only really sort of developed. I think maybe over the last seven or eight years, a lot of it came from getting up on the solar side and and doing that. And you you grow up as well, you know. Steph, my my wife, she was I think I told you a little bit about before We met her ten years ago this year. She'll tell you it feels like a both' <laughs> <laughs> what she's got to put up with. Is that but, good old boss? Uh, <laughs> And she's she's you know her and the two boys Max and Max and Tom so. Max is 17, uh, Tom's 15 now. I've got uh, Daniel, my son as well. Daniel's 30, uh, but he lives in Hull now. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't, I, I seen a little bit of him as a kid and then we sort of lost touch for a good part of it, not probably 10 years or so, but lucky enough, we still keep in touch now. And, uh, you know, he, he met his, uh, he met Holly on Plenty of Fish, so he was opposite of me Daniel's really really shy Just great. he's just a great lad as well but he met Holly on there and I think they've been together six or seven years now and she moved up here originally she's got a big family down in Hull he's moved he's moved over there but they you know they've been Daniel probably got me at the wrong time in my life where I just wanted to go out and him with his mum for about five year, five and a half years and didn't do much I thought here we go it's this is my, my time and sort of developed from there but no, so Steph and, 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 and Max and Tom have been a big part of me sort of growing up and not thinking about me, not just going out on Saturday. Like we've got house to pay for here, haven't we? You know, cars and everything and the it's things that come shame, big time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't get us wrong, I still, still enjoy
1: going out you know. Just <laughs> not as
0: much. <laughs> I was sitting here, you know, we've just been away at the weekend to Glasgow with a bunch of friends, we do that every year.
1: Supposed to be Christmas shopping. No <laughs> you know, shopping, just dancing. I hope no, <laughs> <laughs> so. So then, then, when did you, you set up on your own? or started on so, your own thing Yeah, yet? well, we'll go. Should we do the? We'll do the
0: events. Yeah, yeah. I have events. <laughs> there we go. But, um, that's
1: what that's what Stephen said
0: about. Yeah, so that's that why I started yeah. really. Well, no, I, don't, I I got into the solar global mm-hmm. heat source, and then probably a couple of years later, I tell you what had happened. It was Nick's. Funny as you say, Nick stops his sister. Yeah. Joe Kyle, mm-hmm. so Joe was secretary at Carlisle Golf Club, and uh, they needed a comedian for their captain's dinner. Okay, so she says she rang us. She said something. must have said, "I'm going to find you somebody." So Joe rang us. Can so, you find us a comedian? Yeah, yeah, no, no, lords. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry, no, I didn't know what. <laughs> uh,
1: it's so just, there's not many around here, is there? At all? No, <laughs> it's just, I went online. Online
0: comedian, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, comedians, <laughs> comedians <laughs> Northwest. And uh, Clubland Entertainment's popped up. Okay. So I rang up. <laughs> I said, well, This should be sad. So I'd asked Joe what the budget was. Sure. He says, 400 quid. Mm. I rang Clubland up. He says, "I, I'm just a need a comedian for the this day. Have you got anybody available? He went, Yeah, I'm available. So I've Lester Simpson, Lester Crabtree, was his stage name. I says, Yeah. He says, I, I can do that for you. He says, What's your budget? I went, 350 quid. said, <laughs> Myself, he, he quit out yeah. <laughs> so, up, I it. was perfect. So, Nesta came up. I wasn't there on the night, but pear. spoke to them all and they said it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, uh, and I was sort of friendship really flourished mm. from there. And he rang us probably maybe six months later. You know, we kept in touch and just having a crack. And he said, Do you think you could sell a, a dinner, a sportsman's dinner in, in Carmel? Mm hmm i by this, I had absolutely no idea, no clue I'll have to pull everything together or do yeah. anything. He went, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think we could do something. I said, Well, have who, who, you got? He went, Sugar Ray Yeah. So Sugar Ray you'll go and have a look now. And yeah, no One of the biggest names in boxing that you could possibly get, American. Mm. So he was coming over here to do a tour of the UK. So we got, we squealed, got the Holster, went to the Holster. We squeezed three hundred and twenty-five in there, I think, on the night. Incredible. Learned a huge amount. Really didn't make it. That wasn't. Didn't make. It, didn't make much of money off it. Mm. But it just sort of started the ball rolling with with me and Lester. So over the last, up until I haven't done one since. I think Kelbrook was September last year because the renewable side has taken over. Mm. It, but I wrote, I was writing them down. Who we've had? And I'm thinking I'm actually done all right. Here, so yeah, you got loads. Of names like in it, I, 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 Ricky Harton. And then mm. Gaza, yeah, Tony McCoy, the jockey, yeah. Frank Bruno, we had on Kevin yeah. Keegan, we've worked ooh, with ooh. twice, Nigel Ben, Chris Eubank, mm. Tyson Fury, twice we've had. Yeah, so I haven't made any money off him, but there you go, yeah. he's done all right now. Uh, well, where, was,
1: where was Tyson Fury then? So we had
0: him at the Shepherds, the Shepherds Inn. Oh, really? Originally, mm. yeah, yeah, we did a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. it's about 230 there, and this was just before. He was fighting, He might have been before he was fighting Klitschko. Oh, really? oh no, did he fight Klitschko, then fell off the wagon, and then he was coming back again? It might be just before he was fighting Wilder. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah. The yeah. first time. Yeah. And, uh, I've watched the Netflix documentary of him oh, recently. Yeah, it's good. I've not got quite close to him mm. because we've got too much to sort on the night. But I work with his dad a couple yeah. of times. His dad is amazing. Yeah. He's just a proper man. Yeah. yeah. He's got hands like wardrobes. <laughs> you know, the first time I met was up at the warehouse, and he had, "Hello, Mister Fury. <laughs> <laughs> he's just amazing." <laughs> yes. Yeah, but you see, you can understand why he didn't seem aloof, but he just seemed, you know, difficult to get into. But I think it's just the way that his his character is. You know, mm-hmm. he's up and down so much. But yeah. John, oh,
1: straight down, and he was yeah. brilliant. I watched the Netflix thing. It funny. Yeah. it's funny. So funny. It just shows more. Behind About, the scenes and what they're actually really like, isn't yeah. it, and stuff. I know obviously some of it's like on, isn't it, for the TV show, yeah. but it is quite cool. I, I love watching, like, sports people's behind the scenes yeah. and stuff, like the David Beckham one and stuff. I know yeah. that was obviously... Mini-play. I hated him.
0: You know, was yeah. a Liverpool fan, yeah, absolutely hated him. And then there was a group of us, it was on a friend's birthdays, we were in Manchester. So we're going out mm. to Manchester for the Saturday night, but we went to the England-Greece game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. and he totally changed my opinion that mm-hmm. day you know I just seen was a player boy and everything but he worked so hard he worked on uh, so Emil Heskey played at Liverpool at the time he was up front I think they if they have told him just stand up front and do nothing he's done that absolutely you've just got Beckham all over the place trying to get everybody going and then just call the goal in the last few yeah, seconds, like yeah. it is unbelievable, it's, isn't it? Yeah, you know? he, that day just he said, just changed my opinion. Normally, I can mm. you know
1: judge people quite quickly, but my opinion, of my yeah, yeah. it's it a mentality, different. didn't it? I think, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's one of them to be elite, I suppose, yeah, but yeah, like stuff like that, and like Conor McGregor ones on Netflix and the Jake Paul ones, it's just it humanizes them, doesn't it? Yeah, more relatability and stuff. But I we've gotten to those two, yet. Like yeah, like the boys love mm. the UFC stuff, and then we, we sat and
0: watched Fury and Naganu. Yeah, I have no idea who the guy who was the other way. He University. was amazing as he was. Yeah, I know. but They did the kids of the and the UFC off and it's obviously all through yeah. YouTube
1: and things like that, isn't it? I love like the storylines behind them all. Yeah. And that gets me excited. And then you watch some of these like influencer fights and you think this is terrible. Yeah. I this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I was saying that to you, it was like, you know, come speak to me for
1: I don't know if I've got
0: anything to tell you, didn't we? About forty five minutes here yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> And
1: he's like,
0: I've got loads more <laughs> I've got to do things that I've done but it is I'll, I'll, if I get Christmas presents mm. it's uh, it's an autobiography of a sports star so yeah. read loads loads of those I mean Kevin Sinfield's I'm doing okay. at the minute so won't tell by my physique but I did a marathon back in May oh really at the Rob Burrow one. Oh, amazing. so Tony I mentioned to you before so he, he passed away from Morton neuron, it was five years ago in October oh, yeah. so I <laughs> We might not have been here because me, me and Steph uh, brought our wedding forward two years, yeah. uh, just so he could be there. He was—he was an usher, just just one of the best people that you'll ever ever meet, mm-hmm. and yeah, just such a good friend, so just the best smile. And like to see what Martin Euron did to him was awful, was really sad, and probably my regret, I think, I had was I didn't feel as if I spent enough time. I've never been, luckily enough, I've never been exposed to anything like that in my life, you know, disease or, or really much death either. And I, I just felt that there was more people needed to spend time with him, like family, his family's huge, that they need to spend more time with the, the, with him than I did. And that was my big regret that I didn't spend enough time with him, mm-hmm. you know, near the end. so I think part of that, Sue, his wife rang us, it'll be October, it'll be a year ago, and I'd, I'd had three bottles of procession on the night. she timed it perfectly. Bottles, not glasses, yeah. Uh, bottles, uh, <laughs> legs. And, and she rang us and said, I want to do a ball, mm. you know, to raise money for more than you. And I went, oh, more over that. You know, I could do that. You know, not with my eyes shut, you know, because it's still, I've done loads of those now. She said, we're going to do a marathon. I went, oh, who are you doing it with? She went, you. Oh, really? And I've got, I've got another ten other there was thirty. You know, think did it in the end. Oh, amazing! Uh, and I went, I was probably knocking on night and a half twenty storm then. And I went, yeah, sounds like a great idea because I did the prosecco literally straight online on my phone. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm doing it, and then uh, walk up the next morning. Went, oh God, <laughs> I've done. sitting in the email. So, we'll start, start training and I got injured quite quickly. Oh, you actually uh, trained for it then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I started in the, uh, so this would be the start of November, trained quite quick. But within three weeks, I started getting in trouble with uh, touches and Achilles or with, with, with my calf or whatever. So mm. I went to Dan Handert and Danny, we yeah. on, and Dolly, him and Dolly. Yeah. And luckily enough, they, they, they sorted it out, but I didn't start training until January. Mm. So Wes, Steve Weston he's at the Sands, he's personal trainer there he's he, right into his running cleats he's been injured a little bit but he, he was absolutely brilliant if I didn't have him then on it was a bit aware a bit aware, and then a lot of just doing this for Tony mm. so I did twice a week around in January and then three times a week February March April and then up until race week absolutely hated every single minute of it yeah, yeah but I think I think we've raised over. Raised over 35 grand.
1: Really? That's amazing, yeah, isn't it?
0: Between, from the, between the ball and what we were doing, it's the toughest thing mm. I've ever done. Yeah. Never, ever do it again. No. I, I didn't realise how much, you know, probably the business suffered, the business suffered a little bit because oh, definitely. you don't realise how how much it takes out of here and how much time it takes yeah, to t- actually do it. So, mm. Just the running to recovery as well as i yeah. actually, isn't it? What, I'd managed to do it, I got down to 17 stone four, I think I was, mm. when I did the run. I've been refuelling. That's the bit that I'm good at. Is, is is doing that. But to be able to do it for him, great call. So, yeah, yeah, there's a video of us coming in on boat. So great story with Tony. We shared a house for a wee while. Me and, mm. me and and Skip Boyd and Tony's one of the only people that I've seen fall asleep mid can. A lot of stories from around drinks. Ten businesses are doing alright. <laughs> uh, a kind of Heineken he didn't spill a drop but walked back up again and it was just so funny but took two of Tony's sons Daniel and Jack were waiting so Step's waiting my wife's waiting 500 yards from the finishing line she's says, like, what do you want I, went, I want a can I want a can when I'm finishing and I'd got a hoodie with Tony on and everything just just to say what we were doing and the two boys are holding the hoodie and oh. I'll try to drink these cans of stuff. <laughs> and stuff Joke, she But it But it was a great day. Like, from what Sinfield's done, mm. it's absolutely oh. unbelievable. Um, I, I know Kesa, she's, she, Keira, who you spoke to We while yeah. ago, reads books. You know, She reads a lot of books on successful people and you know, entrepreneurial people and everything. And well, I haven't even never really got into that. You know, from a mm. business point of view, it's always been just do the right thing. Yeah. You know, and try and do the right thing with what you've got. i always try and do that, and but yeah, you know, just see see the, the likes of what he's gone through and what he's done. I think he said like, as soon as you start all these psychological tests, don't they do? And as soon as you start feeling tired or and that's forty percent of your actual tolerance, mm. you can roll a lot, you know, far far further above that. Yeah. Me, I'll, I'll always try and do as little as I can, <laughs> yeah. but as much as I can, and just to see some something like him was mm. was, was
1: amazing, you know. yeah I've signed up for a half marathon next year in Cardiff. Like I said to you before. You've got to do my 10K. Yeah, I need to do your so 10K yeah. what, what date's that?
0: So uh, it is the March the 17th. March, right. all right. So that can, yeah. Ron, so Ron run and Carl, I'll start <laughs> her finishing at Carl United. So we do half marathon and 10K yeah. that day. So that will be be our sixth this year. So me and Mike, James, Mike, who's got Gladiator. Yeah you've done a bit of work with it. in yeah, yeah. the past weeks ago. We've done a lot of work maybe 15 years ago. Before before I became mortgage advisor, we did Edinburgh and Warwick And always wanting to do something on our own doors. So they've got the chance to do it six years ago. So it starts and finishes at Cal United. We've now developed it where it, 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 they want it to be in Tony's name to start off with, to be honest. Fair. But we do the Tony Hopper trophy every year. and get, Don't give it to somebody who wins. We give it to somebody who deserves to be there, you know, and get people yeah. to nominate. So... That's, that's, do that's for that, cool, so yeah. that 10k will be perfect for it's St. Patrick's Day.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: the only thing for me is normally when we do it, it's the week before the Cheltenham Half Racer. Yeah. And I said about being a jockey and I we've got Cheltenham, we've been to Cheltenham for about the last eight years. Yeah. It, it's at the end of the week this week, so I'm going to be absolutely hanging on this. <laughs> yeah. But we, we have, like, what's what we want to do just give people value for money again. So, it's, mm. it's, a, it's a great route. It's a great thing. You finish in the stadium by the tunnel, but then this year we've, Metal that'll spin round with a you four-leaf clover in the middle. You get green t-shirt and everything. Oh, that's cool. So,
1: so little things like that make a difference, is not it? Yeah, yeah. people big that time, remember, they can yeah. go away with them, actually touch rather than just holding.
0: Well, I'm a massive one, just for, just for value for money. Yeah. you know, same with the same same events and uh, with the events and everything. And the events really I'm was cracking away. Honestly, just the events events really kicked off in lockdown. Hmm. You know, so you were saying you were doing your bits and bobs up until then, and. Like for me, when lockdown started, that's it. Everything's gone. The solar side's gone. Can't do any events. And one of my pals rang us about three week in. I think I drank Thatcher's gold for twenty-one years. <laughs> the There's nothing else to do, wasn't it? There's yeah, no. there was nothing. He says, "Roy, Roy's manager at Lloyd Kiger. He says you need to do something." He says, what do you mean? He says, "Just you just need to do something." He says, "Kids and that." He says, "We just we just absolutely bored." Yeah, Shit, that's Sorry, Sorry can we're swear, bored. Can swear, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I came up with the idea. So David, he, 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 we went right through school and everything together mm-hmm. and he started doing a stand up bingo. Oh, okay. And like on New Year's Day, I was absolutely brilliant. I thought, we'll do a bingo. I said, to him, we're going to do a bingo. And the first one that we did, I says, what well, all we'll do is whatever we raise, we'll raise whatever we take in money wise, half of it will keep to charity, half will give out to whoever wins. That yeah, yeah. yeah. It was utter carnage. I, I didn't think of it properly. Everybody was sending people bingo cards out and then we did it on Facebook Live yeah, and trying to find out who was still left in on the bingo. We didn't do a sunroom, we did a normal one. It was, yeah, and it was kind of, everybody had loved it. You know, yeah. I see where the kitchen is now. I just have disco lights on. I'd play music, I'd get dressed up <laughs> <laughs> the world's worst singer. Terrible singer. <laughs> I was get up on the mic. cuz a few didn't care. But we ended up we ended up raising nearly 40k. Yeah, uh, but- doing all of that in in lockdown. So a lot of it at the start went to the NHS. But then there was a lot of like local stuff. So save our Stan. Remember that young Stan Dalton, he um unfortunately passed away, but they needed to raise I don't know how they would He'd even go about thinking about that. He they told he's to want, he wanted to live. Then that needed to get. go to Singapore, I think.
1: Oh, I do remember, sorry. Yeah, yeah I remember no. yeah, yeah. treatment.
0: And that, you have to raise half, half a million quid. Oh. Yeah. So we did a bit of money that went to Stan, uh, a bit to the Eden Valley Hospice. They were so good with Tony. We did a bit for the Youth Zone, so i a patron at the Youth Zone oh, yeah, as well. So. so we got exposed a little bit to that with the run because we did a fun run at the start and they do some amazing mm-hmm. work. And mm. yeah, just... Just, just did did what we can, but you know, so didn't make a penny, penny from it. Didn't want to make a penny from it, yeah. but it obviously just gives us that little bit of exposure. We were Thailand, America, Canada, Australia, France, Spain. People just links to Canada. I've said come and watch this on a yeah. on a Saturday night. So to be able to do that and that sort of, I think I've just had to my profile a little bit, so everybody was aware of what I did more because of lockdown. So. Yeah. Hopefully, taking the positive
1: out of all of that. That's good though. Isn't it a show yeah. initiative, isn't it really? And it just helps. It was like, your I mean, personal brand and stuff. Yeah. But it, was, it wasn't anything to do with that though. Really? It, was, it was just
0: that phone call off Roy. And I just, I just love to see people with a smile on their face. Yeah. If I've got a knack of doing something that puts a smile on their face and somebody you know them, then brilliant. So all thank you with the football. And, you know, when, yeah. when it started to come out of my shelf, I have probably told you that I played football with a, I was always the big joker, and I just loved them, just loved all of that. You know what I mean? That the camaraderie, like, yeah. And, and you, you, football's changed so much
1: now. It, mm-hmm. You don't you don't
0: get that. It's it's not like it was, and I don't think it's necessarily changed for the better either. But
1: so much money now, isn't there? It's mm.
0: been it's, it's more money orientated than it's ever been. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how, how did you find lockdown then as a whole? Good, bad, mm-hmm. and indifferent,
0: yeah. oh, mixed bag. Oh, we could get into political stuff. don't Doing think. Oh, but I love about, yeah. Brilliantly, but For you probably a memory now, you yeah. know, it's in the past, it's gone. Yeah. You just you just move on, don't you? And obviously, I've taken not taken on back, you've just done something that everybody's remembered. In it, I still have somebody came up to us a couple of weeks ago, and I was refereeing on the football. And okay. one of the lads came off at the end, and he went, That stuff you did in lockdown really enjoyed me. And it was great, no, no, because you don't realize how much of an effect that it yeah. had, had on everybody when it's literally me in the kitchen had a phone you yeah. don't realise who's, who's out and about then like you get two or three years down the line from it all and yeah, remember like that. forget about it yeah mm. you know it'd be nice to go back and do something like it again I've done a few different events since mm. I'm trying to do a little bit more next year but yeah. the, the thing that's from me is funny it's just to put something on that everybody will enjoy we've got we've got four Christmas do's yeah. coming up so this is the third year that we'll we'll do it we've got over 800 coming over four nights I think we should do that in the Catholic club Oh, decent. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to do something different where everybody's used to go. Well, it's when, when the shepherds closed down as yeah. well. So the shepherds was a massive loss for me because we did like Keegan and McCoy. We got over four hundred in there. And yeah. When they decided to change, tack a little bit. It was like, think, think about me. So we we'll just start, yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a Christmas night. First one we did was a, was a two course meal, and then I'll do a stand up bingo and there's a heads and tails. I'll, do, I'll get dressed up and just so much to manage the food and everything and I think by the time we get the food and everything done the night has gone yeah. you know, you've only maybe got an hour and a half left after that so we don't concentrate on the food as much now if you want something it's burger and, or sausage and tubes <laughs> something simple yeah yeah and then oh, what's it 21 quid I think if you want something like that and do a stand up being gone the winner will get 150 quid yeah. on the night just just something different and that's what we've seen I think that's what we've learned for the last few years is People want somewhere to go where they just want a good night, you know, and a good few drinks and to be able to chill out. We've hopefully hopefully nailed that the last few years. I think we'll maybe try and do six next year.
1: Yeah. All depends on how this year goes. (laughs) So, is four the most you've done then? Is four the most you've done in a year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I
0: think we did four last year as well. Four this year. And then we're going to try five, but we couldn't get the date that we wanted for the last one. And then we'll go, we'll go Brian, again uh-huh. Because again, that's the same with the, with the solar now is, we did that last year. We were so busy. I'm oh, still learning, you know, yeah. 51 year old, still learning on, you know, loads of things still learn today, you know, when I've been out there doing an install today, but it, it sort of dips off. And I think it's dipped off a little bit the last month or so, because Christmas is coming. People are buying presents. Yeah. yeah. And just I think the, Finance, people's finances are and everything at the minute as well. Is that it being a little bit cautious? But looking at when we said when we set up, well i have done our first install two years ago. Pretty much about now. Yeah, and we were just having a look. And the plan then was to to do a couple of months and then do an event a month. And I said to Steph, I says. We'll see how yeah, we we'll go for a year, and hopefully we don't have to sell the house and <laughs> get divorced and everything. And uh, I think we've just we've just passed the million pound turnover, really? Which is which is unbelievable. Yeah, I uh, was just on the counts for last year, and yeah, you just don't think you just get on and and do it. I won't say it, it's it's not been easy at all. You know, probably mm-hmm. obviously I've got all the sales stuff that you need, but technically I'll. I'm not where I need to be with it, so I have to rely on others mm. um, to do it, but I think to get where we've got to. Steph left uh, her job. She'd been in school for 13 years. She lets that to come on full-time, at the business. She'd yeah. just gone back. In the last couple of weeks, she's going to do less hours, but she's able to do that. And I think part of that is... She's only got me to dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, <aw>, She'd go, <laughs> good <again>. yeah. <laughs> she fire to a dog. That wouldn't be joke. No, That's uh, she will just get used to that. So it's good that, more from a mental health side, instead of being stuck in here, she can go back to the girls that she knows. Yeah, and, and, and a bit of banter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. girly yeah. chat and stuff. Yeah, Might not see that when she comes in in a wee while. Just so busy again. Mm. So That's interesting then with the solar stuff, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's mad. It's, and I think, I, especially on the commercial side, That'll that'll increase from next year because they say there's a cap on domestic, and it's, it's not really a cap. But uh, businesses have got no protection, you mm-hmm. know. So I think that'll improve a little bit. I'm in mean, with a couple of builders. I think new builds going to go. You know, you can probably just about got by till now without putting solar on, but mm-hmm. you're going to have to
1: yeah, when, when you're doing a new builds. Yeah. yeah.
0: So there's a, there's a lot of the trade to get passed through. They got passed through government, which is bought a neutrality thing. That's here, I don't know whether it's from the EU that stopped a lot of the builders from building anywhere near as much as they meant to. And mm-hmm. they, they copied through government and then got stopped in the lo- House of Lords. They really? basically said, you have to prove this. So that's probably held it back a little bit, but sure. I think that'll go at some stage and then everything will go. Mm. I'll go on again. again sure
1: is it, is it cheaper for houses to have than solar panels yeah at
0: the start I do and that's the big thing for me is it's all about what's right for the customer mm. you know and I've sat there today I've been out to one at Kirkbride and they had no idea you know i I've done a job for somebody that they knew and I said, look, I'll just come out. It's the same with everybody. I'll just come out and have a chat. I need to take some info from you. Sure. Just no idea. But when we first started, if I did I'd do a calculation that basically shows you, you can only estimate here because it depends on the weather. But when you get your money back, yeah, so if you invested in solar, if you use this much of it, your panels are facing this way. This is how long it will take you to get back. And that's massive for me. Is it's like physical, so somebody can see you know, to give them a little bit of an idea time frame, yeah, of what they're yeah. going to do. So when we first set up, I think payback time was somewhere between 10 or 12 years. Okay. That's when electric was at 14p. Yeah, But some of the old ones that I've looked at, and then literally, see with Ukraine war and everything, it went it back to 32. R- so because the electric prices increased, the time to pay back has come down. Hmm. So that's why it makes it, you know, much more... Uh, much more Bible, you know, if you have much more value for money and all. So, and you're getting batteries and everything, they've started to become a lot more popular. So you can actually, with a few of the systems, you can get a nighttime tariff through mm-hmm. some of the suppliers and basically set your battery. It's not quite green, but you can take electricity from the grid at night, fill your battery. Up. This is the boring stuff. We'll go back and put power in every <laughs> morning. Is that what uh, kind of fill, fill your And fill your battery up. So if you say, if you fill it up at 10 pence through the night, yeah, you've got that there that you can then use through the day
1: okay. instead of
0: paying, instead of paying, it's about 28, 29 at the minute. It's drop pack, but it's quite clever though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and that and that's and about efficiency and everything. Things will change all the time. You know, panels mm. have changed so much from 10 years ago when I first started, where they would, you have to look on our roof to blue panel with a, with a silver frame where literally everything that we'll do will be a big black panel for me. aesthetically it's got to look right as well. So, mm-hmm. and again, they the new bills and everything that we do, they're all integrated into the roof, which again, just makes it look so much
1: better anyway. Yeah. so Because what, what kind of people are then inquiring about them? Is it younger people? Is it older you know, people? I think or? our niche has been,
0: it's they're a little bit more affluent, I think. So have yeah. a little bit of money put by, because we don't offer finance. Yeah, Some companies do, but it's an old ball ju- game, isn't it? Yeah. You have to be
1: regulated bit, and stuff to do finance. And again, it, it's,
0: have money back on, aren't you? Depending on, especially with the way things have gone, the interest rates and everything have have increased. So you're paying a lot more than what you would you would normally do anyway. So yeah, luckily, and I think the ones that we've the couple of businesses that we've done, and it's mm. been people that have got you know that 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 money that's sitting by that they want to do something. They're get a bit more of the banks at the time when we first started. Obviously, interest rates and everything were a lot lower, yeah. so they were doing nothing in there. So. I've probably got something to do with it, dipping off slightly. Before.
1: Yeah, like, no. So, so then we would just say the solar panels keeps you busy during the day mm. and the events is more or less like... I the, the plan was like 50-50 when we first started. <laughs> okay. I think it's about 95-5 now
0: <laughs> with, <laughs> with the solar stuff. But I, you say it hasn't it hasn't been without its... like its, its its issues, you know, which I've never really had to deal with before. You know, the, job, the jobs that I was in, there's the job, get on with it you know mm. where now I have to take responsibility for so much and I say just learning all the time we tend to we don't employ anybody we just we tend to use subbies yeah. who are experienced enough and it just means we could have gone Um, employed we thought about it when Steph left her job in December did we get well, we could have got some in to get offices to get fans to get lads employed and really go for it and we probably have to do three or four times what we're doing now just to stand still yeah. And a, an even bigger risk than what we'd done beforehand, mm-hmm. so we decided not to i we've had three holidays this year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: all right. I think yeah, that's we're we'll off to Pudapest thing in a in a week or so oh, or like nice. something different. Have you no, I've never done. Oh, I love Budapest, like yeah. yeah,
1: so good, yeah. I've been loads and loads of times, yeah. You tell us where the best to go. I think is it yeah. a sunset cruise or something? Yeah, or... and there's like the the bath, the Chesney bath or something like okay, that. What it's yeah, yeah, And there's the ruins, bars, Zimplica, and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool I love, over there. We're yeah. quite looking forward to to doing that, but we always give
0: us a look. enough, give us a standard of life to you never have dreamed of a couple of years, you know, I haven't got a huge amount of money, but mm. we've made a success or something that a lot of people will tell you, Who know me, did never ever thought to tell you what to do, you <laughs> yeah. know, but it's obviously, it was in there somewhere and I've managed to, to drag it out and
1: yeah. It's exciting though, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot more stress. Yeah. Um, I feel like your stress threshold gets bigger, the more you like yeah. kind of, Family, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know, two years ago, it might have been down here, and now it's probably up here, yeah. But you can manage a bit better, just get know. used to it, yeah. Mm. And
0: it, yeah, it, I mean, I'll probably say I'm quite laid back. That was probably why, you know, when it we it talk about being a kid, is having somebody to to push you. Or I mean, my dad's, I'm exactly the same as my dad, just dead laid back. He was, yeah. it'll be what it'll be, you know what I mean? As long as he does things right, it'll turn out as, instead of. If it was giving us that kick up the backside, my granddad was brilliant, he used to take us everywhere. Mm-hmm. If I want you to go to football, if we wanted to go to golf, same as my dad's, just, just so chilled out, not wanting to just sit us down and say, right, if you do this, if you do
1: that, that'll come it." just. Whatever, however, you turn out, you'll turn out. let's yeah. uh, go with the flow kind of thing, mm, is it? Don't put like a on yourself. Right, what else have you got on there than anything else about work or what? What what, what, <laughs> what, what, what we done? Well, talking
0: about, about <laughs> to the fundraising, lockdown, and we have got that yeah. in. But are, I, a lot of other, put on there others out of work with that we haven't promoted. Yeah. i worked with Peter Beasley oh, six or yeah. seven times. That's quite good. Cool. Uh, yeah, and I think he's, the way things have happened with him is just, it's just the way things are in society at the minute. You know, he's, he's, a, he's an amazing fella. He's mm. So many amazing stories, just time for everybody. And
1: down um, to earth. kind of thing. Yeah. I mm. mean, there's,
0: there's things that he's told that I'd love to tell everybody about, but, mm. you know, things happened at Newcastle and things that he's done after. That just p- p- portrays him in a totally, totally different light like, to what, to what sort of perceived about. I think he's applied for loads of, I don't know whether I'm saying the right thing here, but a lot of jobs and just doesn't get a look in anymore. So yeah. he's a he's a really really good speaker. You know, yeah. I've taken him to a few places and interviewed him now. I've got loads loads and loads of time for him. Yeah. He was, but Lee Sharp, I would you not tell you watched the Jimmy Bullard? Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was on that. Oh, he he, that's he cool. lives in Spain now. So I never really liked him because I thought he was flash and Man United, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, but he was he was really good. Not like Ron Atkinson kitchen yeah. the old Man United manager, he was all right. John Park, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed. John yeah. Harman, Steve Harmison, Steve yeah. yeah. So mm. I got quite close to to Harmy. He comes and plays, so I've probably worked three times with Harmy. Three or four, but I invite him over once a year to go and play golf. Oh, okay, often, yeah,
1: yeah. He's a really mm. good golfer. He yeah. actually won. The, it
0: was Colthway, Um mm. He's massive though. It's oh, six foot. I see the picture of us was with a couple of other lads that we played mm. with last year. and it, the of the giants. Yeah, you know. But he's he's if you listen to him on Talk Sports, mm. he, he's no different when you it's he's just he's just one of the lads. Yeah. Very, very knowledgeable. <laughs> he's really, really good. But he's gone, you know, I didn't realise we're talking might have been this time last year or earlier on this year. And and he He's got a story to tell. You know, he went through mm. depression. So when they said he oh, I never you know, know that. Yeah. yeah so you have a look there was one of the England away trips, that he really struggled on, and they said they had to come back, and they blamed it on homesickness. Yeah. And he says, oh, "I'm depressed." Really? He says it was depression, yeah. and he says, "He says I, I was dealing with that." He says, I, "You know, he quite opened up about it last time we spoke, and mm. he said I'll take medication for the rest of my life to deal with it." He's somebody that you know you you want to have good people in your life. You know, yeah. you want to have people that you want to speak to, people that you want to talk to, people that you be close to. And he's just amazing, but he obviously got you know his story and his demons to have to deal with too, yeah. and. But just a genuinely, yep. genuinely nice car, you yeah, know, right. and he was, he, he, he was, he's a very, very, good golfer.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's that's cool. That's Anybody a, else wrote a book, I think. Roxy Grobbler,
0: I used to love him when Aubrey's I was Grobbler, younger. Yeah. Oh, wobbly legs. And Jan Mulby, who I've been called a few times on the football pitch because they're the same person. <laughs> 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 there you go. So what, what events have you got lined up then? Ooh, here we go. So Christmas Dews, yeah.
1: Christmas dues
0: all sold out so we call them the all singing all
1: dancing Christmas sure. party nights um, it's always good when you sell out isn't it? you don't have to stress about
0: <laughs> yeah was just it was early as well because you have to get it? like everybody starts planning for Christmas six months early anyway yeah. we're going to try a couple of different things like, Actually, yeah, so a couple of my pals have taken over the old venue so it's the Box Arena oh yeah, yeah yeah so Macker and Ben they've they've done you know a whole load of stuff just to make it I had a look in there a couple of times it was just dark and dingy where they've
1: we put a couple of events on there years ago. Now it was a venue and stuff. It's it's a good size, isn't it? But it's just, it's just well, yeah. it was just worn. it was like twenty nineteen. Yeah. Anyway, it just it was yeah, right. lights
0: and that. I, it just just didn't feel right to me. Anyway, mm. so they've, ripped, they've They've put a new barn in across the back and everything. There's a new light system, new sound system. Mm. they are gonna do a couple of bits with the bars either side. It just makes a, a huge difference. They've started with a few DJs and that to yeah. think off with. So. To start off with, but we're going to do a February the twenty fourth as a tribute night. We're going to call it. We've called it American Divas. Yeah. So it's a pink tribute, which okay. is Kyla, who I've worked with a couple of times before. She's mm-hmm. recognised all over Europe. She she does wanna see. She does all the wanna oh, see I festival. Miss- She's amazing. So there's Pink, Madonna, Miss Madonna. Cool. Uh, so Jodie, we tried to work with earlier on this year and we had to cancel. There's a couple of things we've had to cancel recently just because of matter of circumstance. So Jodie was on this morning a wee while ago. I was doing a like 40 year tour, isn't she? But mm-hmm. she's recognised as the UK's best Madonna tribute and then Lady Gaga. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So Hannah. good night then, yeah. Yeah, Hannah it? Rubik's does Lady Gaga. So she's through Clubland Events. that spoke to you about uh, early yeah, on. Yeah. So we've gone through and like, Leicester covers all of the UK. So sure. I think that's what I probably need to push a little bit more now is we bringing, we're we going to bring quality acts yeah. in, and it's only £15.
1: That's all right.
0: Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Is look at other spots that charge a lot more than that for a lot less, and yeah. it's all about just bringing value for money. So that'll be – we've got that on the 24th. I'm going to do – hopefully we're going to do a ball for the youth zone yeah. the week before on the 17th. I'm going to try and do a Valentine's night on the 16th. I'll just be up at the Catholic Club, but that'll all come out soon. Mm. And then we'll see what happens yeah. next year. I've got a few other little bits booked in, posting a couple of things. I told you about, I've got a couple of DJ slots booked in. I just thought I'd do it. Yeah, so just you them, though, yeah? I've done one. I've done one. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, when, I, well, when I've worked before, I've had a DJ there and I've just done my bits and bobs. I'm mm. going to do that. i had planned to do a couple of dinners next year. So we had Harry Redknapp and yeah. Frankie Dottori. Okay. We'd been we'd been speaking through the company I deal with in Blackpool to their management, but hopefully we can get Harry. Oh, yeah. Frankie he has gone over to America now, hasn't he? So yeah. thought he was going to retire, and then there we go. We've got as much time as you want, but that happened at some we're stage. You know. Yeah, and it's getting, again, we look at the ones that we've done. I we don't know who else we could get on, you know, because yeah. that's going to diminish as it goes on. You've got all of these guys that were... Great sportsmen in the past, but all of these guys that are coming through now—they've got lot well, of them haven't got really much character. But they won't need to do dinners in the future because they've, they've got enough to fun <laughs> Yeah, sat in little castles, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, just doing it. But so that's why we'll maybe just do a few little, little different things. I'll, I'll mm. host. I'll probably host four or five balls next year. I did the Carla United end of season was the last two year. Oh yeah, I remember mm-hmm. them
1: all coming into town after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they all went to like Andalusian. You know, yeah. yeah going to post
0: because it wasn't quite the end of the season yeah I know but I, <laughs> uh, but I really steamy. really enjoyed those and hopefully you know I did a bit of corporate stuff for them last year as well hopefully they'll hopefully we'll get the takeover yeah in a week or so and the Americans said, have been around for so long haven't they yeah but they're doing it properly mm. absolutely right everything that I've looked at I've always said like oh, played at work mm. Well, Kitten Red's Play of the Year, 1996, and I have <laughs> mentioned that. <laughs> uh, when I've at work, I played at Fleetwood. Okay. and Fleetwood was the biggest hole you've ever seen. It was horrible, big sloping pitch, changing rooms were horrible. You're in the middle of nowhere. And then I went back there about eight years ago, mm. and they, they built a training academy. They built an all-seater stadium. I think it's right. Absolutely fantastic. So, they get the community involved yeah. um, at the academy, at the, at the training ground. So, it, it, there's some top notch training facilities, but they've got some, these three and four G pitches. So, what that's they do cool. is they get all the local schools in to do the sports days and that there. Yeah. So they're all used to just being a part of the football club. Yeah, Tarlow right. has got far, far more potential than
1: Fleetwood. It's got the uh, Neil Centre and everything already, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that needs to revamp. Oh,
0: I mean, I, I got, when I first started, yeah. Carly and we will
1: go back to the <laughs> United I, think I might have had a little bit of an injury,
0: or they, they did a, third, a, a half a half marathon as part of the pre-season mm. and because I was like a stick insect. Yeah, you just that's why I like Carly as well. <laughs> you don't have to do it, Billy. <laughs> all right, so be well. I like to even yeah. more. But they relayed the new York sports centre, mm. so I was part of it. That was one of our jobs, you, you know. So we'd done the painting. Mm. We had to te- put sand on the artificial stuff. No, really, like, it was all dead, you know. Yeah. Just knock that down. He could yeah, build something amazing he's there. He's least the trainer called you anyway, to be fair. Yeah. yeah Tuesdays that and Thursdays. That needs to be done. I was mean, mm. riffing out there the other week. And mm. there's, there's so much potential. If you can get sort of frustrating for me whether I go off on one ear, but the youth uh, there's, zone. there's 10 of them in the UK. The other nine get support from the council.
1: Yeah.
0: They don't. And like, you'll see a lot of football teams that are looking to do things and bring it on and, and, and bring the club on, get back in from the council. Mm. I think we could do uh, I think I think we could do Cumberland Council could do a hell of a lot more yeah. to get involved in the community to do that. And you seen the bus that was there last year? You know when Simo first came, unbelievable. Yeah. It, it, the place had gone. You know it was an awful, awful, place, horrible place to be part of. Mm. And he's you know he he can walk on water for me. You know mm. you give him give him the freedom of the city yeah. because what he's achieved in the last you know sixteen or seventeen months has been absolutely amazing and just lifted. You know you see mm. what the, the the city was like last year with our oh, yeah. success it's class isn't it yeah, yeah. and 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 EU was going to be difficult this year because with the funds and that that they've got that are a, they're a mid, mid-table league two side yeah need to pick up some wins don't they yeah but oh, I thought that we not had a get you know, it's just little things like that try and build some momentum mm. but they definitely need to spend a little bit of money yeah uh, really. I don't need to think that they need a huge amount in just to turn it round.
1: strikers don't they you can actually score some goals for yeah <laughs>
0: But again, you 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 funding. Yeah. It's funding being able to spend that kind of money. I think was it? I think Salford at one stage. It was Wayne his cousin or whatever. the paid him six grand a week yes. in League Two. It's stupid. It's not like it? even been in National League ridiculous! Mm. I, can't, I can't compete with that. No. You know, hopefully, might do it at some stage now. But mm. you know, you look at getting eleven, twelve, thirteen thousands, and that the potential's there. The potential's absolutely massive. And mm. hopefully, the Americans have have seen it. They won't have
1: to do put a huge amount of money in uh-uh. to be able to turn it ground. If they have, got two guys on loan apparently this year up front. I just think, yeah, uh, oh, well, I think a bloody go go. wouldn't get slaughtered for this we'll tell you Tell me a bloody. <laughs> I and love, the absolutely Luke loved, guy. Yeah,
0: so the bloody is he'll he could chest pigeons, couldn't he? <laughs> he's just so quick. <laughs> yeah, we can't kick it, can't do it own, can he?
1: I know, I don't know. He's
0: uh, I just you just I just want you just want he's to do that. That's a from Crystal
1: Palace, yeah. Where Gordon was, Gordon was from, yeah. Gordon was all right, wasn't he? Didn't yeah, man. I wasn't better than yeah. be that plan, he doesn't look like, but, uh, uh, thing, but. again, it
0: just it's yeah, you just. You want all of them to do yeah. well, and I just haven't seen enough from Apala. Hopefully, he's got so, it in his pocket. Mm. We'll talk before about others that we knew that were brilliant in training. Mm. named they, they were brilliant in training, but just I didn't have the experience didn't of a yeah. match day. And hopefully, that's it. You know, Timo's Simo, yes. amazing. You know, he's not tough at all. He, if he can see something in someone, mm. then playing, yeah. he'll play them. Yeah, trying to get it, oh, Edmondson, I really like. It's, you he know just like, fall off a cliff, isn't he? He just hasn't. He just hasn't had a chance yet. Hopefully, whether they'll get it or not, you yeah. know. Basically, it's good to have that passion about yeah. about them as well. We've all got opinions, everybody's totally different. Yeah. You know, my opinions based on no ending as much experience as Simo and the guys uh-huh.
1: that have been there, but so watch them day in and day out, don't they? Just see, see, yeah, yeah, we just yeah, but can you see them, see them at the weekend.
0: You go on Facebook and see that it'd be just and figure groups and mm. everybody on there. You could just has, a, has an opinion has yeah. an opinion eh? oh, everyone's all, an expert can they, <laughs> are, honestly they are, aren't they? at the end of the day 100 more 2,000% yeah. hopefully get the best out but again he's he's been he's been struck by how you know stuck with how much money he's able to spend so mm. Fingers crossed, we'll come out yeah. in January. I'm just hoping yeah. the deep at the season. I'm <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> I bet them to go down. <laughs> it'll <laughs> it'll <be> actually, <laughs> you got banned? <laughs> yeah,
1: not much. You know, I like a gamble, but
0: not much at all. Devon Wolves, oh, oh really? Yes. Yeah. Wolves? Wolves got a good win either. Yeah. yeah. Who did they beat? They, Tottenham, they they beat? They, they they beat Tottenham two-one in Tottenham, extra
1: Tottenham time. The yeah. yeah. They've gone off the clip, They've gone off
0: the clear. They're going to struggle now. That was a great game. The Monday night though, the Chelsea one. Four-four. Yeah, no, the Was it four-one? Oh, Tottenham, sorry, Chelsea, sorry, yeah, the... They were getting sent off, they were going down
1: yeah, injured. The, yeah, Chelsea, Tottenham, sorry, I'm
0: playing yeah, Chelsea Man City, yeah. I know, nine men. I mean, but you just know now, that unless they've got that many in the squad, yeah, they're going to struggle for a little bit, but... Have yeah, you out. Fair enough. Right, anyway, have we done everything?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we can chat about for ages, but so let's talk about last Oh, bit. God, what we got? we've got one more left. Do you know all I want off this
0: one yeah. is to get more views? yeah then Jobson, Okay. <laughs> so Quite a
1: few we'll people say that, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and gaffers. Yeah. So what is biggest mistake or biggest regret, would you say? You've said a few of them. Though, oh, yeah. I have. I've got, I've, I've, yeah, I've
0: covered you're that. personal so.
1: business. So you said, uh, Oh, you sent us that to try and find out, to find yeah. out, I never so anything. It was, so the GCSEs, the yes, yeah, yeah, do, so
0: do that, that, that's probably the biggest one. Yeah, I should have stuck in. Yeah. Could have stuck in a bit more. And another personal one is I I had a week's trial at Preston when I was mm. 21. It mm. came out the blue. That was when I was playing for Penrith. Yeah. Sam Allardyce. Well, I played, we played for the reserves through the week. Sam Allardyce was the reserve team manager. Oh, really? So John Beck and Gary Peters were first team. And then I played with Sam's son, Chris. Mm. Centre Arthur, Mansfield. It's the biggest pitch, one of the biggest pitches you'll ever see. You need binoculars from one end to the other to see it. And obviously, I wasn't the most mobile, but they played their two first team centre forwards and me and Chris played together. We drew 0 0 and they didn't really have a look in. We played really, really well together. And then I was due to come back on the Friday and they asked us to stay and play on the Saturday. Just the way that it was at the time, I I wanted to go back and play for Penrith, Mm. going back and see the lads and everything. Yeah. Um, I should have stayed that Saturday because again you don't know. Yeah, I didn't stay on Saturday. They came and said, "Look, we can't offer you anything." Sure. They bought signed the signed a centre half, I think, from more and for about fifty k the week after. Right. I don't know whether that lined up. But Sam said I went and spoke to Sam afterwards, and he said I had to, had to give you an eighteen month contract because sure. I think we can get something out of here. So, but I think he's had ex girlfriends. Pregnant at the time, and yeah. I just sucked it off I'll get back to Carlisle and
1: yeah. get back in,
0: get back in the factory. <laughs> up to me, and that's how it was. So definitely from that way. Yeah.
1: And then, what would you say your greatest strength and your greatest weaknesses? Greatest strength, yeah. I'm greatest. I oh, yes,
0: That's is that as well. Yeah, you know, unless no, you don't know, even it, thought I'm, I'm not that. putting you on the spot. <laughs> no. no. Uh, again, that's probably from my school days. We just haven't done you know, so I think my just my ability to get on with everybody
1: and mm, uh,
0: yeah. And it's not easy to, uh, it was a guy I worked for a lot of years ago. It was the first one I was getting into sales and he just said, I something that just resonated with me, he says, it's, you've got to be a chameleon uh, and just sort of, not a mirror, but be like the people that you're with and just you know, adapt. Yeah. But I think the golf helped a lot with that from when I was younger. So I started at 10 year old and, there's so many different demographics at the golf, you know, in the golf mm. and to want to get on and enjoy it, you have to be able to deal with them and speak to them. And I think the golf helped that way. So yeah, yeah I don't think the ability to get on with people, weakness,
1: just being organized, terrible. Organized chaos kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And that's why Steph's amazing. So Steph's, Steph's an administrator. Yeah. And I'd hate to see where the business was if she hadn't came in, honestly, because she's doing, she was doing 25, 30 hours a week and then having to do, Everything there, and yeah, now she's now she's gone pretty much full-time on it now. Everything's mm. just absolutely right. I can I can stick my head in the sand at times if there's an issue. I think I'm life a lot better than what I was. It'll go away. It'll go away sometimes. And I don't deal with things, I think, as quick as I should. Yeah. And that's maybe a little bit to do with me being laid back, but... Yeah, I've that a lot on us just Uh-oh. because I've of that That's clip. Right. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I cut
1: that out because it's dead
0: soppy. <laughs> but there you know, go. <laughs> you can have that.
1: <laughs> right? Where can people follow you, find you, get in contact, oh, all that fun stuff? Yeah. Do we do
0: that? I no? oh, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I see, the only ones I've watched, I watched Seggy and I got. I told him, just I fell asleep after ten minutes. We <laughs> <laughs> had to do that stuff again. So we've got Cumbrian Renewables. I'm mainly Facebook. Yeah. So, that's good. I am events is on Facebook. good are we get a new one? To so, there's the I am events page on Facebook, and there's the Cumberland Renewables. I haven't put a lot on there on the website either because we've had enough to, you know, coming through just by word of mouth and everything. So, that's what you want. That's the best form of mouth. For yeah, of mouth. yeah. I've been lucky that way. Would you, I don't know even whether we'll look. There's a couple of lead suppliers we dealt with years ago. Mm. Yeah. That, if it, I hit the nail on the head there is that's the best form of. Mark, just getting even up, though I do you know, social
1: media, yeah, <laughs> word of mouth is probably. the best. <laughs>
0: uh, but you've got to be out there for people to see it as well, yeah. though. You know what I mean? So I agree with that. If they'll get wh- whatever they get as a recommendation, they'll go and try and find you. Yeah, if you say to there. your mate
1: or whatever, your family member or uh, use these whatever, then they're gonna. And to then you know, them. like it's,
0: it's all credibility thing and everything as well. When we set up on the the renewable side, is we've got all accredited, all the MCS, NAPIT. Everything that you can get, but they've got things that you need to adhere to mm. that basically is for the customer. I love mm-hmm. all of that, you know, and that's why we wanted it. We didn't have to have it, but we want to have it again because it gives us credibility. And yeah, it
1: um, gives it extra, isn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I am events on Facebook, coming renewables on Facebook
1: the oh, no. website you'll be able to get through to
0: us if you want to leave a message on that, uh,
1: yeah. like that? <laughs> any, any closing thoughts any, I've enjoyed said? it, yeah. it first it one I've ever done
0: Yeah, no. I can't say just? first one I've ever seen because I had a little bit of luck of a few of the others
1: <laughs> through the week um, <laughs> well, you, said you said you didn't know what you wanted to speak about but we've been talking over an hour and 20 minutes now so probably one of yeah <laughs> we've done all right yeah we've done good right <laughs> yeah. if anybody watching on YouTube make sure to subscribe like the video comment your favourite part Listen on Spotify, I'll make sure to follow the podcast and leave a five star review. We'll see you next time. Bye 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 bye.